0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. This is Shelby, your host. And today, Courtney Bueller, the founder and CEO of Sugar Lash Pro, is back on the show. This time to talk about a recent announcement of a partnership with Ulta and what that will do for our industry. I think this is a must listen and I hope you guys enjoy. All right, Courtney, welcome back to the show. Thank you. (laughs) Good to be here. Yeah. um, So you're coming off of a really big week. Uh, Last week, you announced a partnership between Sugar Lash and Ulta. And then we also were awarded um, Ernest and Young's Entrepreneur of the Year too, which is crazy.
1: It was crazy. I, as soon as I walked in there, I was like, I am so out of my league. In Alberta, it's uh, all kind of oil field and gas. Yeah. And so I was the only beauty person in the room of like 1200 people. And I'm, I'm still like totally in shock about the whole thing, but it was an amazing night
0: how are you, are you still like on a high right now, like this week? I think I'm like
1: actually trying to come down off the high. I was so, um, oh my gosh, just, it was so much adrenaline and like just that whole thing, the announcing the partnership and then this award that like, I don't, I slept for so long this weekend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just trying to get back to like the normal, because I actually really miss it. I don't, I definitely don't live for moments like that. And I think whenever you make kind of like a big, you know, a big move like that or like get an award or whatever, it's like you'll get so many amazing messages of support, but also like the haters will come out. And so mm-hmm. it was, it, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of a tough week for me. I was pretty anxiety riddled. Yeah.
0: yeah, I bet. Um, I, I'm sure just with all of like the ups and downs of running a company and especially the size of Sugar Lash, like getting an award like that um, was probably just really rewarding, I'm sure. Um, So how, how, how was that, I guess, like at the actual award show? Like, did you have any idea that you'd be winning or was it a surprise? Like were you shocked?
1: Uh, I was pretty shocked. So like the way that those awards work, it's super cool. So I mean, I'm so out of the loop on all of those things. Mm -hmm. I definitely don't know about, like, awards that are going on or whatever. But um, there was this girl that was in um, my city in Edmonton, and she worked for EY, and she had just watched Sugar Lash Pro kind of grow. And so, it was aware of us, and she was like, I really want to nominate you for this, like, please. And so, actually, long story short, she had tried to get a hold of me for, like, eight months. Oh,
0: my gosh. Through... My
1: email and through other people's emails, and she called the office, and everyone's like, "Kate, hey, she doesn't care about these awards. Like, just it's fine. Like, we're we're not interested." And then she finally reached out to me on uh, DMs on Instagram. So yay, Instagram. <laughs> um, and I was like, "Okay, let's go have coffee." So we did, and she like wrote the whole application and whatever. And so, yeah, it was quite a process. Like, um, ey, like Ernst Young. It's like a financial thing, right? So lots of it was like taking a look at, you know, your growth year over year. It was quite involved. And um, no, I didn't think I was going to win. And like just to clarify, so like the way that it works, it's uh, there's different categories. So I won my category. It, it was like for, for Alberta, for all of like our whole province, I run, won the, uh, the Young Entrepreneur category. So okay. there is like nationals and there's all of that stuff, which I am not at that level yet, but we'll see in a few years. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I was so, so, so nervous going up on that stage. It was wild. Because yeah. no one gets it, right? No like no one gets it. It's just lashes. Like, everyone's like, but it's just lashes. And I'm like, no, I know it's just lashes. But it's amazing. Like, it's the most incredible, empowering thing that is, like, exploding. And no other career is like it in the entire world.
0: Right. And I feel like – I think you posted something about, you know – this is just going to show, like, the industry is here to stay, um, which was, I don't know, I think it's really cool that you got that, and I, I'm i guessing that the room must have been a lot of men, is that right?
1: Yes, yeah. so there was 46, there was 46 of us um, that were nominated that night, and there was only six women.
0: Oh my god, so that must have felt so
1: good. And it really, I was just, half of the nerves was just that, you know, my team has worked so hard and it's been such a crazy year that I was like I know how much work that they had to put into it and so it, it honestly really was for them and hopefully that came across like in my speech and everything it's yeah definitely not a one-woman show
0: um did your family go to the award
1: show too uh my husband did yeah my husband and then uh the president of Sugar Lash Pro Kim McIver and then our uh, sales director Amber Guerin and nice. then uh my other family, they, you know, stayed home and actually helped and watch the kids, so that was super nice. And so, still so supportive. It was just, you know, it's one of those hoity-toity things that not everyone loves to go to.
0: Yeah. What did, um what? how did your husband feel? Like, I, I don't know, is he, like, an emotional person or?
1: You know what? He is, I think if he's so close to everything and he sees, like, all of the struggles and all of the times that like i doubt myself i feel like he (laughs) he's like just the whole time he's like just don't worry if you don't win and i'm like no it's fine i don't care and he's like it'll just be fine if you don't win i really don't think he was he was (laughs) thinking i was going to but he like said on the way home he was just like this is crazy like he was just kind of like how did we get here from literally me not having a job he was a mailman and we were living in this tiny little apartment to to now is just it's actually just bizarro land
0: that is so cool um so before we jump into the partnership with Ulta um where were you when you found out that you guys got it
1: I was sitting in a breakfast spot having breakfast with Became our president, and we were just talking about just normal talking. And I literally had actually messaged him the day before, um, also, and said, Can you just let me know that I don't have this so I can move on with my life? Because everything we were talking about was like, well, you know, if also comes on and you know that, because it was like such a huge thing, like totally pivots our, our whole business. And right. so I, I emailed right. them kind of frustrated. I was like, just tell me no so I can move on. And uh, they're like saying that they needed to firm up the communication, but that we'd be happy. And I just like actually dropped my phone and just started kind of like hyperventilating. And it was, yeah, it was crazy moment. <laughs>
0: That's so cool. Um, So how did the whole thing happen? Like, did you guys have to apply for it? Um, Did they reach out to you? Like, how'd that happen?
1: So yeah, the whole, all the thing was such a long process, which is why it was like, I was literally ill in bed, like so sick to like release it to the world because it had been so long with this big secret. So they, they came to us, I think it was a year and a half ago now. And they basically said, you know, we have 200 artists that are doing lash extensions currently. We know that lashes are like the hugest thing. All of our customers want it. We are doing it, but we don't really have kind of a great product that we're working with. And we definitely don't have like streamlined education. Basically the providers were kind of going out to take their own education, but there was no, like Alta didn't know who they were, you know, going to see or whatever. So they wanted to just really firm it up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so, there was this document called an RFQ, which I still don't even know what it stands for, but we never filled that out before, and so my company was like, hey, there's this this huge chain in the U.S. called Elsa Beauty, and they want a lash writer, and I was kind of like, yeah, that's fine. Like, you guys fill it out, and, and that'll be fine.
0: Mm-hmm. They're like,
1: okay, that's fine. So they go to work on this, but it's like a lot of work. This is like... I wanna say three months of work, like working on it a lot. And then we submitted it, and so they were very forthright with us that they were interviewing a lot of brands. They wanted to make sure that they were getting the right partner. Mm
0: -hmm. So, and they
1: were like super open about who who they, you know, were meeting with. And it was like brands, like these are like amazing brands. So I'm like, okay, you know, whatever, we'll we'll do it. Let's take a shot at it. Probably Mm -hmm. won't get it, Um, but we'll try. And so we submitted the RFQ. And two weeks later, we get a uh, rejection letter. But they Mm -hmm. said, like, we decided not to move forward with you. And, um, you know, best of luck. And thank you so much for filling it out. And then at that point, the whole time that I said, you know, you guys just work on it. Like, do your thing. I was like, no. I was just like, this is not right. So I basically wrote them back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I totally understand you rejected us a thousand percent. If that's who you want uh, or if that's what you want to do, that is fine. But I said the RFQ, so the RFQ, it was like we had to fill in very, very structured answers, right? We couldn't just say like, this is our idea. So I wrote them back. This idea. I was like, listen, lash extensions are super hard. Like I was like, they're very hard to do. It takes a lot of hours to do them well. It's not going to be a service that you can just bring on. And we're actually the only company that you are interviewing that has Lash Lift, Lash Tint, um, and Lash Extensions, and has online training, and has hands-on support. So I just said, even if you don't go with us, it's completely fine. But if you do go with us, I have a plan that you're going to, we're going to start your practitioners on Lift and Tint because it's very easy. Mm-hmm. It's actually Lift and plump and Glaze, which is a new thing that we're launching very soon. So you were the first to know, Shelby. Oh, yeah. Um, and, then I'm like, and then we're going to do the online education for lash extensions. And they're going to practice and practice and practice before we launch it um, live. So that was the thing. And so literally within an hour of sending that email, they emailed me back. And they were like, we re- we've all talked. We think you're right. Please come to Chicago and pitch next week but this is like going uh, I didn't stick with anything in our original RFQ I redid everything for them like in it actually was in the bathtub in Hawaii because I was on vacation yeah and so I went home flew home my team and I worked I'm not joking this is not even for like dramatic effect. actually 8 a.m to either 3 in the morning, and then there was a few like 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. With a few nap breaks in there. And so we're trying to get the PowerPoint together. I'm trying to figure out all the, like, the rollout plan and how we're getting them these courses and how we're live supporting them and how we're going to ensure that we're actually certifying them and making sure that it's, like, to the high standard and that they understand the hours involved. And it was so much work. And so we fly to Chicago. They've already met with all the other brands that were pitching. There was, like, six others. And so I was the last person. And so I had no idea what a pitch was even supposed to, do, like, look like. All I knew was, like, a sharp hmm
0: yeah.
1: And so I just kind of, like, pulled together. So I was like, okay, we're going to hire three models. We're going to do one lash lift and tint, one classic lashes, one volume lashes. And they're going to be stunning. And we're going to, like, walk them around the room and show them what Sugar Lash Pro lash extensions look like and so we had them in their like silk robes and we go to this thing like this big boardroom and then I start in the PowerPoint presentation and the first things that I'm talking about in the PowerPoint presentation was just um, kind of like you know what sugar, who sugar Lash Pro is and how like we want to be super inclusive of like different ethnicities and genders and all of those things and how we you know are really like trying to set the lash culture that lashes are for everyone and it's not just like we only do mega volume or we only do this it's like there's so many different lash services and they all cater to different people but we should be inclusive of all of them so that we can have a very very strong menu anyways yada 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 i'm rambling like i'm rambling now mm-hmm. and then i start to get to the rollout plan i go like so here's the plan and then someone looks down at their watch and goes oh my gosh we're out of time and i'm like what and i start i'm like literally like hyperventilating trying not to fall out be like oh my gosh I've just blown this and they're like no 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 it's fine just leave the book so fast let's just we'll set up a call next week and we'll talk about it um, but the, the meeting was great so nice to meet you thanks for coming in and that was it like they're all out and so I'm like I literally look at Kim I had like tears in my eyes and I was just like I can't believe my team put that much work into that and I just rambled and so anyways week comes and goes, they don't call, they don't call. I'm following up being like, hey, you guys want to go through the rest of the plan? Like, let me know if you have any questions. They're like, "No, nope, we're good, thanks so much. And I'm like, okay,
0: we didn't get it,
1: I messed it up. And this was like, they said we know in two weeks, that comes and goes, it's like four weeks, five weeks. And then yeah, I sent the email to say, just let us know we didn't get it. And uh, and then they sent that back and we got the whole thing. So that was the crazy whirlwind. That's why you don't take no for an answer and you just fight for what you believe in.
0: Yeah. And honestly, it kind of reminds me, I don't know who said this, but I've heard this before. Like it, it was, it's some big, um, maybe it's Gary V. I don't know. Somebody said like you, like that they invest in people, not like what they're selling. And so even though you didn't get to the part that you, thought that they were waiting for, maybe they just like really bought into you and the company and what y'all are about. And so it probably just worked, you know? Yeah. And that's
1: what Kim said when I was, I literally was trying not to cry and Kim was like, Courtney, you were walking and talking. And she said, I was sitting back and watching them. And she said, they were amazed like everything you're saying they love and like we're totally you're totally talking their lingo and all that stuff and I didn't believe her until I got that email and it was super cool but like oh my gosh she's the best she's like my biggest cheerleader so. (laughs) so thankful to have her
0: that's awesome so I mean I've seen mostly supportive and positive responses to the whole thing um I feel like some people were almost like confused by it. So, for those people, like for everyone wondering, like just what this will do for the industry, can you explain like what exactly is about to happen?
1: Yeah. So, here's the thing I knew when we announced this whole partnership, I knew that it would have mixed reactions because I would have had mixed emotions about it if I was a lash artist. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because obviously it going from being this super niche thing to being kind of more mainstream is. You know, it's, at the end of the day, it's more competitors, right? But I try not to look at it like that. So basically, here's the thing that I want all lash artists to know. One is that Ulta ultimately chose us because they are so passionate about all of their therapists having amazing education. So not just like a two-day hands-on. They want the online support. They want video calls. They want hands-on support um, whenever they want and most importantly they want their lash artists to keep progressing and that's what stood out for us because we don't just have you know classic and volume we have lash style and we have accelerator and we have like specific Mm -hmm. styling um, Mm -hmm. techniques and all of that stuff and they really are committed to like progressing them all the time you know throughout the years Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think when we announced it it was you know apparent that people thought kind of you know, I, I got, the, the mean comments that I did get was like, it, it's gre- it was greedy or it's money hungry, but it's not actually. Like, if you, you know, they were going to do it regardless. Also, was bringing on lashes and they were already doing it. Right. Um, and so right. knowing that they just wanted to do the absolute best they can and do that be- like right by the industry, I thought was super, super, I mean, I couldn't believe how committed they were to the whole thing. But first off, they are piloting it in um 45 locations and they're starting with the lash lift and plump and glaze which is our new lash lift 360 um system which is launching uh in the next couple of weeks i'm super mm-hmm. excited about it it's now going to have an element of adding thickness to each hair follicle and the hair structure and then the glaze to have crazy nutrients pumped back into the lashes awesome. um and then we are starting in the background, the lash extension stuff. And then the people that we're doing lash extensions are doing our online course. We have all of our educators who are, um, doing video calls with them. So like basically for any service, they'll have completed the, the set or whether it's a lift or whatever. And then they, we go through like each and every bond. Can we see any adhesive? How's the direction? And we'll score it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I mean, still no easy passes. They're going to go through everything that any of our last artists go through, so.
0: That's what I was saying on some of the forums, too, whenever, a lot of people posted it on, like, every forum that there was, um, and I, I saw some, honestly, most of it was, like, oh, this is awesome, congratulations, but some of it, like, people said something like, this just reminds me of, like, they named, like, a chain salon or something, and, um, I think I responded to, like, a couple and just said, like, this is actually a really good thing because a company like this is going to make sure that the quality's there. And I think some people were worried about pricing, too. So how is that going to work? Like, are you going to advise Ulta or...?
1: So they are heavily... And and it's been so... I can't even say and enough good things about Ulta and, like, the culture. Like, they... Being this corporate giant, they are the most caring and understanding company with like, because this is a huge stretch for us. Like, let's just be clear. This isn't just I'm in the free and clear. I've never been more stressed in my entire life with having cash flow for orders and mm-hmm. having receivables that we've never had before. It is like crazy town right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, when we were rolling out this whole thing, it was very much like, okay, you guys are going to have, you know, a big effect on this industry. And so we can't just come in and I don't want it to run like a, you know, a franchise. I know the chain you're talking about, and it's kind of a lower end chain. And mm-hmm. so I said, like, we don't do that. So if you're wanting to do that, then we're not the company to go with. Mm-hmm. So we definitely uh, advised them, but you know what was shocking to me, the whole thing, they did their own market research and they actually were going to price their, their sets a lot higher Than what I had even advised, Mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I'm like, I actually think you need to come down a little bit." Because it was like two hundred fifty dollars for a classic set, and like three hundred fifty for a volume set. And I'm like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. "I'm like, if you have like the world's top artist, sure, but you know, maybe let's just make it so it's on the higher end of being competitive, so that we Mm -hmm. can ensure that you do well and that people around you do well." But no, I um, I mean, I totally understand the the concern for it like quote unquote cheapening the industry, but they are so committed to doing it, pricing it high end and offering it high end and having high end products. um, That the more awareness that happens the better. And maybe someone is going to get an amazing set at Ulta and then um, you know, they're going to want something different as far as an experience or whatever, and they're going to go and find, you know, another last artist in that area, or, you know, you go away on holidays and you can't get people in, send them to Ulsa because we can all rely on each other. Does that make sense? Like, I yeah. think it's such an amazing support structure that is now kind of in place, like this infrastructure for everyone uh, in the States. And I really, I really, in my heart of hearts believe it's going to be amazing or I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it. Like thousand
0: percent, right? Um, I think too. Um, the The more quality education and products that we have out here, and the better artists that we have, is just yeah. more. It's just more promising for the future of the lash industry too. Because we all know what it's like to get a client that's been doing lashes for getting lashes for ten years, and they really know nothing about lashes. Like they don't cleanse their lashes. Their lashes are all stuck together. They're damaged. Um, and it's sometimes harder to take on clients like that, you know? And so I think it's a good thing that it's going to kind of be more, um, do, do you use the word mainstream whenever you talk about this? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would say more mainstream.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a good thing. Um, to close that off too, I
1: think, I think for me, like, because I, you know, oversee so much of the industry and, you know, I'm such a wide Scale, i think like the most important thing people go like oh well we didn't need lashes mainstream or whatever right this is like the small percentage of negative comments that we got yeah. um like they were happy that it was niche and i liked that it was niche too but you know it was a matter of time that it would get a little bit more mainstream and here's the most important thing i think right now in so many areas because it is so niche the consumer doesn't actually have, like, a status quo to work off of, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're, like, in this market, like, let's say you're, like, in Chicago, and you're, like, this phenomenal lash artist, like, you are the absolute best, and there's people that are the absolute worst, and there's a lot of people in the middle, but the consumer actually, because it's not mainstream, they don't know the Mm -hmm. difference between that because there's no like just you know middle of the ground kind of this is what you could expect at an average place and then here's lower and then here's higher but when it goes mainstream what happens is there is a status quo now whether that status quo um, and you know obviously the hope is that the status quo becomes higher than it's ever been before so that we actually can help the entire industry rise up if they're below the status quo and then even, you know, taking that one step further, if there's amazing, amazing, like competition winning lash artists, then if there's a status quo, they can attract even more attention to the fact that they are doing the absolute best lashes in yeah. their city. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it, it does. Um, so going back to like the training, how you're going to be training the artists, um, if somebody so say somebody doesn't score well, they just have to keep going through the training until they score well, right? Yep.
1: Okay. Cool. A thousand percent. We we don't guarantee, and maybe I mean maybe it's a good time to just talk about Sugarlash Pro's certification process because I think yeah. that there's a lot of, um, I mean people just jumping to conclusions on on what it is. So like when I launched online training, this is a few years ago the industry was all like up in arms about it. And, and so that's kind of just been my career full time is kind of treading new ground. And then, you know, lots of people are excited, lots of people are mad. And, and then, you know, a year later, everyone is just doing the same thing that mm-hmm. they were mad at you about in the first place. So that's kind of my role in the industry. And I've, I've come to accept it, um, that I can be that person to kind of,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I guess, break barriers. Um, but when we did online education, I knew for sure that it was like, okay, we're not seeing these people in person at all um, with the training, right? So we're not going to be able to tweak stuff um, with them. But we, I wanted to make sure that, first of all, that we were setting them up, that they could have ongoing support. And then secondly, that we had a really, really um, good certification process. And so the big thing with the industry that I have always had issue with is that people will go to two-day hands-on courses and they will just get handed a certificate and I think that is so it's just so weird and wrong in my opinion um that's not how education works
0: mm-hmm. you're not guaranteed
1: a high school diploma you're not guaranteed a degree when you go to university even if you pay fifty thousand dollars for an education you can still flunk out sure. and you can still leave that and have paid that and never have anything to show for it because you didn't put in the work And so I just knew, regardless if it was hands-on or online, it didn't matter to me, there needed to be a regulated way for people to get certified. And we needed to have it progressive, but still have it like lock and key that we, you know, can control it. And so what we worked to do is we did a full exam. There's 50 questions on it. And some of those questions, so overall they have to have 85% or higher on this exam Mm -hmm. to pass. But with that said, there's some auto-fail. There's 10 auto-fail questions in it. So if you get one of those auto-fails wrong, it doesn't matter if you got everything else right, you'll still fail. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to pass that first. And if you don't pass that, you don't even move on to the next step. You just have to keep retaking it and retaking it and retaking it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, until you pass. And so you have to wait 24 hours. It's kind of like a driver's license almost.
0: Um,
1: I don't know how it is in the States, but yeah, you have to wait a certain period. And... Once you pass that exam, then you move on to the video um, certification call. So sometimes we do in-person certification if we're like working at a corporate place or we're going to a salon and people can get our our educators to come teach them in person and then we're happy to send someone back to do in-person certification if they want. But if we never see them and they just take an online course, They'll do their exam, and then they move on to the video call. So the video call is, like, they'll complete their set, their whatever it is, volume or classic or lash lift, and then they set up, I believe it's through um, Skype or WhatsApp, and they will book a time with our proctor, and then they will have their model already done, and then we will literally grade them on everything. So we start, the most basic is go through every single bond and show us that they're not stuck. So we do like horizontal, vertical, check through that. Then we go to adhesive control. Like, can you see adhesive? How's the distance from the lash line? How is the direction of the lashes? How are these things? And if they don't meet that criteria, that is like the most intensive coaching that they could get. So then we say to them, okay, so we're we're not going to pass you today here's the concerns. And then we'll go through and say, you're weak here. This needs to be improved. Um, blah, blah, blah. It'll be like super pinpointed and specific to that person. And then they go away again and they just will practice a little bit more and then they can book another call whenever they want. And we just keep doing that until they're through the program. But I mean, we have people that pass the first time and we have people that pass, I mean, the 12th time, that's not that common, but I would say averages, you know, between two and three certification calls before they're through. And they've never been mad about it. They're always like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing that I can go back and then get this amazing feedback to, you know, apply. And then I feel a thousand percent good about the certification. And I'm like, you and me both, because I don't want my my name on stuff of Mm. students that I've only known for 10 hours, and they've never done a volume set. Now, all of a sudden, they have the certificate saying that they're good to go, but they're not good to go. And we all know it.
0: I like that you guys have like already kind of perfected this way of teaching, um, you know, before it is going more mainstream, um, sounds like it works. And I think it's also cool that it's going to weed out the people that don't really want it, that aren't really passionate because that kind of means that they also won't really care that much about, uh, the client's lash health and stuff like that. So the fact that it is a little bit harder to pass, um, is a good sign I think.
1: Yeah I agree and like the people that we put through their like the feedback that we've got is just that they're so like they're so proud of it you know I wish we could do like graduation big events and, and pass them out like that but we'll <laughs> just mail for now but they do it's it is a celebration and even when they pass it's just our online people they just they feel super super um like lots of times very emotional about it because it was a process and yeah. they did put the hours in and you know these are people that have gone through you know 300 hours of lashing at home to make sure that they can do it really well. And so when they arrive, it's just like that much sweeter.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So when, um, when is all of this getting set in motion?
1: So Ulta is launching the lift and plump and glaze, um, next week, I believe, mm-hmm. um, or in the next couple weeks at, at their pilot locations. And then they will be rolling it out to a larger, uh, amount in the new year and then we're just going to go from there rolling out other services depending on how this pilot goes and we'll just see what they think and how it goes and how their certifications go because obviously that's a bit of a process as well and we've got a lot of people to certify so um 2020 is when it will kind of roll out on the large scale and i really really hope that this conversation was good to get people excited and on board and be supporting we're not we're not against each other everyone is in this for you know for the greater good of the of the industry that we love so
0: absolutely so is there anything else that you guys um are working on right now
1: or have coming up there is, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff, but mm-hmm. I couldn't even start um, to tell you. But there's one thing that I can tell you because we're doing the promo video for it this week, and we might as well have Lash Boss Radio listeners the first to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are launching our first ever conference. Um, it's going to be called Lash Pro Futures, and it is in Cancun next year, October. Um, it's at this beautiful resort called. Um, Hotel Blanc, and it's going to be, there is going to be some education, but not education like we see at lots of the Lash conferences, like the ones that I speak at, and they're so good, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love them, but I really want it to be a balance of inspiring people, but not with the same old Lash stuff that we have all the time, I want it to be how to be better business owners, how to be, you know, more, I guess, like personal enrichment that we can then implement into our businesses and then it's going to be a lot of bonding and experiencing stuff together and just enjoying the fruit of our labor that we work so hard so we're going to go we're going to be sailing and jet skiing and doing you know team organizations and there's going to be a lot of downtime too and parties and um we're actually doing a lash in show so it's going to be full. we're working with designers and we're going to do a competition that people can come and do lashes and then they're all walking this full runway that's going to be like recorded and televised it's going to be very like fashion tv and a few other surprises that i will have to show you when you guys get there so we're launching tickets in the next um couple months here and if you want to look into the resort and stuff now then you can it's going to be three days um just to come and just enjoy all of our hard work and celebrate the industry so i'm really excited about it
0: that's, yeah, that's really exciting. Is this going to be something you guys do every year?
1: Every year, every second year. We haven't quite decided yet. I think it'll depend what's going on. But mm-hmm. yeah, you'll have to bring uh, bring the babe.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, cool. That um, That's all really exciting. I'm really happy for you and everything that you're doing for our industry. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show again. And I know you're really busy, so I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Shelby. I
1: I was really hoping that this was, you know, how it was going to be received. And like, I really just want to say thanks for being open-minded and for like, really just being committed to, you know, being this like unbiased neutral thing in the lash (laughs) industry. I am so appreciative of it and you're killing it and keep it up. Thank you so much.
0: All right, guys. Well, that about wraps up today's episode. If you were listening, make sure to tag Lash Boss Radio and Sugar Lash Pro on Instagram and let us know your thoughts about the episode and even the partnership in general. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I will be back very soon with the next episode.